the Falcon's Nest Podcast. Before we begin, we would like to acknowledge that the Falcon's Nest Podcast is produced, recorded, and distributed on Treaty 6 territory, the traditional lands of many diverse First Nations, including Cree, Dene, Nakoda, Soto, and Dakota, as well as the traditional homeland of the Métis. The Falcon's Nest Podcast team pays their respects to the First Nations and Métis ancestors of this land, and is committed to truly listening and learning as we work towards reconciliation together. If you are listening in a different location, please take the time to acknowledge the original stewards of the land you are currently on. Hello listeners, today's episode is a little bit different. Instead of having a main topic, the episode is made up of several featured Falcon interviews. Each person we're interviewing today is currently completing grade 12 here at Merriam Graham. So now, without further ado, please welcome today's hosts, Alex Shaw and Malachi Gunther, to the mic. My name is Alex Shaw, and I'm joined here today by... Lucas Franks. Lucas, so I know you've had a busy year with sports and everything. Would you like to maybe touch a little bit about that? Maybe basketball, football, all that? Yeah, sure. So at the start of the school year, I played football. I was a starting quarterback for the senior team. We did all right. We we did what we can, but we have a smaller school, so it's hard to, to compete with the big schools. But yeah, obviously, I love football. And then around the new year, basketball tryouts happened, and I played basketball. We had a very good team this year. We got second in the province in our division. After that, I've joined track as well for the past like two or three months. Just ended recently. But yeah, that's about all I've done for, for sports this year with Graham. Right. And then there was, uh, you were part of theater, right? Mm, yeah. yeah. I, I was also in uh, yeah theater. So we did the play. That was super awesome. And I'm in choir as well. Yeah, for sure. How was that Cuba trip, by the way? Oh, it was awesome. Definitely like a, a once in a lifetime type opportunity. We did a bunch of stuff that I don't think we'd be able to do if we just went like with my family or something, right. going to the schools and and the community centers and stuff like that was super awesome for sure. Right. Yeah. So you have any plans for next year? Um. Yeah, I got some got some vague ideas. Right now, I'm still just trying to figure out where I can continue to play basketball after high school. Right. So I have a few options. I could go to some like prep schools in the States, but those will be expensive. So I'm not sure about that. And I'm still talking to two colleges in Western Canada. So fingers crossed about, about that. Hopefully I can go to, to one of them. That's pretty sweet. Yeah. yeah. So is basketball, obviously that's something you want to pursue in the future, yeah? Yeah, definitely. For the past five or six years, it's been my main goal just to, to keep playing after high school. Awesome. You just touched on it, but high school, is there any like maybe, it doesn't have to be a sporting memory, but any memory from the last four years you might say like, yeah, that was the best thing that's happened to me in high school so far one thing that comes to mind is we played bjm at bjm three times this year for basketball and since we kind of have a bit of a rivalry and we usually lose to them in football it was nice to beat them in basketball so we had we had one game where we started off pretty cold we went down about 25 points and in the second half we made a comeback and martin uh ended up hitting a couple big shots that's and at right. the end at the end uh, all the fans stormed the court and they were lifting up martin and chanting his name yeah so that's definitely something i'll remember and one of my favorite memories yeah i didn't get to see that game but i remember seeing the video of everyone yeah. chanting martin yeah, no, it, it was, was pretty, it was, it was all a pretty over. funny thing it was a big yeah. thing yeah so you know for students maybe coming back next year people that are going into grade nine or people going into their senior years or any advice you'd have um i'd say all right, firstly, I'd say live in the moment because you might hear that high school goes by real quick, but 
like that's so true and as the years goes on it seems to speed up if anything uh so yeah just just live in the moment try to appreciate what you have and and who you're with and stuff like that and then secondly i'd say get involved in in extracurricular stuff because you're able to learn a lot but some of the connections you make and the friends and the experiences are once in a lifetime like traveling with with a team to go to north battleford for football or go to pa for basketball spend the night there with your team those are super fun memories that everybody enjoys right well thank you for coming on lucas hello everyone my name is alex shaw and i'm malachi gunther malachi what are you up to next year uh i'll be honest university it's just not for me not yet at okay least. Uh, i think uh i'm gonna be mostly just working next year hoping to get some construction or housing gig okay and then after that i think i'm going to be looking into traveling to new zealand or australia perfect saying goodbye to the flatlands of the prairies Sounds like a plan. That sounds awesome. Dude, I hope, I hope it's awesome. Man, <laughs> what are you doing? We actually haven't even talked about this. Yeah, I've talked about it with a few people, I guess, not you yet, but I'm going to the U of S next year. I'm doing business. I'm pretty excited for it. I got a lot of support from the Gabriel Dumont Institute. They're helping me a lot as I'm a Métis student. Um, but yeah, other than that, I'm going to Ottawa in a few days. I'll, I'll be way back by the time this episode comes out, but pretty excited for that. I'm going to Europe in the summer, which I've been saving up for for a long time in france and spain i've got a lot of relatives up there so pretty excited for that oh man dude that'll be an absolute blast um, i've won yeah dude, i've wanted to head to europe for so long dude me too i've never oh. left like north america I've, I've barely gone to the u.s like i'm i'm so excited it's gonna be awesome dude i still haven't been to the states really yeah i think farthest i went was just recently on this band trip uh to cuba that's the farthest i've been yeah. How, um, how was Cuba, by the way? Dude, it was so good. Oh, really? let me give you a little backstory. Okay, here. let's hear it. I so, got time. Oh, we got nothing but time, baby. <laughs> um, there was one day where we were doing a walking tour down in Old Havana, or however you pronounce it. I always butcher it. Yeah. And it just, it's a beautiful day. It's sunny. And then all of a sudden, it just starts pouring rain. Oh, and no. like Pouring. Rain like we'd never get here. And it's, and it's still hot. Yeah. So we're chilling, we're chilling, we're walking through all this rain, and then eventually some lightning comes, and it's like, man, no, we're not walking anymore. We're just gonna <laughs> stay here under this, um, like you know when a building has like an area where there's the roof covering it, yeah, yeah, but there's like wall and bits and whatever, yeah. So we're like under the roof, but outside, kind of idea, right? While we're here, um, in this square, or whatever, um, just waiting for the rain to die down. The whole time, we were also sending people down to this ice cream store just down the street. And I think I heard from someone, I think it was Tanner who told me, okay. but he was standing inside the ice cream store Yep. and lightning literally hit the ground right outside the store. And he was like at the entrance. Seriously? Yeah. Like the lightning storm was right over us, man. And it was one of the coolest moments of the whole trip. And it was, I think the first or second day. Really? Yeah. You guys were there for how long? I think it was seven days in total. Okay. But- it was good. So many people got so burned. Oh, I, so I can funny. imagine, yeah, going straight from, well, it wouldn't have been winter when you guys well, went, right? No. You got to remember how Saskatchewan weather is, right? So we exactly, still had snow. Yeah. We still had, like, highs of, like, plus six. Yeah. And then you're and going then straight to, like... Plus t 28, yeah. plus 30-something, but, like, humid weather. We get dry heat here. That's humid. 
we got to the hotel at night. Like, yeah. It was dark. And bro, one of the hottest moments of the whole trip, it was so hot and humid. I was every, I think everyone was just soaked with sweat at yeah. that point. At night. Oh, wow. Like, at night? It's pitch black and it's hot. Yeah. Like a heat I've never felt. Yeah. I, I went to Mexico during February break and that, that would have been like peak winter. Like it was so cold, so much snow. Yeah. And we, we land in Mexico, right? And it's like, there was like three flights that had come from somewhere in Canada to Mexico at the same time. You got to go through customs, right? Yeah. And here's the thing about the airport we were in is, you know, most of the customs was inside, right? But there was, I'd have to say, honestly, a thousand people there. And they've got yeah. maybe five employees taking people at once. So it's like we had to wait two hours outside. I'm wearing a hoodie and sweatpants because I got dressed in Saskatoon at six oh, in the morning. Man. And it's, you know, it's 2 p.m. in Cancun and it is like 35 degrees. And I am wearing all black sweats hoodie just sweating and like Dang honestly man. maybe the worst most uncomfortable experience of my entire life is awful i'll be honest i don't know if this will get censored but if i was in that circumstance i think i just would have stripped right there and changed honestly i'm not gonna lie there were people around me that did that and yeah, i was like exactly. I'm, I'm seeing a dude he, he takes his hoodie off i'm like oh my he didn't have a shirt under that like wow it's crazy in like a customs place <laughs> sorry about that tangent <laughs> No, that was amazing. I think everyone <laughs> at home will love that bit. I needed to tell someone that story. I've been holding on to that one for a while. Alex, thank you for telling me that story. Thank you it for allowing beautiful. me to. Of course. Great. That's awesome. of course. Hello, listeners. I'm here to let you know about the amazing prize we are offering. To enter, click on the Google form link in the description and follow the instructions. Good luck. Hello and welcome back to the Falcon's Nest podcast. My name is Alex Shaw. And my name is Malachi Gunther. And today we're joined by two guests here. My name is Makaria Elliott. And my name is Acacia Hartnett-Pasley. Now, most of you will know them as the SRC co-presidents. Would you guys like to talk maybe a little bit about how you got in? Um, yeah, so I joined the SRC when I was in grade nine. It was always a big thing kind of in my family. Like I know my brother was in it. Some of my cousins did it. Um, so going into high school, it was something that I knew I really wanted to do. So I made sure I put my heart and my soul into that interview. And I thankfully got in in the grade nine year. I joined SRC in grade 11, so I was only in it for a year before I actually ran for co-pres. Um, I kind of just joined because I had a friend in it, and I was like, hmm, this seems kind of fun. And then slowly, slowly, I was like, I'm going to rule this thing just a little bit. So, you know, would you guys like recommend joining SRC to new students? I would totally recommend it. It's so much fun. You get to put on those fun events for your school and all your classmates. Like, you're the reason the magic happens. And it's just such like a crazy, diverse group of people. There's yeah. so many different voices and opinions oh that's awesome you know what i have a bit of a different question what are some of the ups and downs about being involved in src or especially being one of the co-presses so i think for a lot of people not necessarily for co-presses but i think it's hard to give away a lot of your time your free time especially at school like you want to go and hang out with your friends but there's a lot of dedication part of it um you have to, like attend every meeting almost like we have a lot of lunch meetings after school meetings just a lot of stuff because we have lots of things to get done and it's like me and Makara, we have to be there all the time, but it's kind of it's kind of sad seeing some of the other SRC members just, you know, it'll kind of scatter who's there all the time. So, but, you know, we get through it, you know. We do, yeah. we do. So it is really fun. For the most part, like, we love putting on events. I know I love talking in front of big crowds. I think Keisha does too. I get a little <laughs> scared sometimes. <laughs> but 
But yeah, um, it's just really nice to be kind of um, one of the main voices in the, the SRC. <laughs> it's so it's so awesome just like walking down the hallway and everybody kind of knows your name. Yeah, you know, even it's though a, it's a it's small a nice school. feeling. It's a nice feeling. Or yeah. I'll be like at work and someone's like, oh, I know who that is. Oh my gosh, it's my co-press. Yeah. Yeah. What? Even if half the time time they don't know our names, it's okay. Yeah. They or they'll go, oh my gosh, you're the other co-press with the yeah. Keisha. Or they're like, oh, it's the president and the vice president. It's like, yeah. no, we're, we're doing this together. <laughs> so both of you are involved with a lot of things at school you know would you like to maybe touch on some other clubs or sports you guys might be involved in or um i was in band from grades 9 to 11 i was also in choir through 9 to 12 but early mornings can get to some people sometimes so it got to me quite quickly um i'm not a great morning bird or whatever it's called but i did quit band in grade 12 just because it was an everyday early wake up and i couldn't i couldn't pull through with that but i did choir i did soccer badminton uh volleyball and such (laughs) um i was well, but chess club. We're oh, in chess club. We are in chess club, which is always fun. Um, I did volleyball, badminton, and basketball. Joining the volleyball team was really fun because I only got on because I was tall. But then <laughs> I ended up becoming a pretty good volleyball yeah. player. So that was okay. That sounds like a blast. I know from personal experience with band and choir that it's just rough, but yeah. I don't blame you for leaving it at all. <laughs> no. Like, oh, early mornings are just not it. Yeah. So, I mean, because both of you have been involved with so much at schools, or maybe any advice you would give to maybe students going into their senior year or maybe people just starting up at Marion Graham next year? Don't let yourself fall behind because it just piles up way, way too fast in the year. Like grade 12, I feel like we just started yesterday and we're done in like a month. And that's just, that's a little crazy. Well, actually, one question about our future co-presses. How do you guys feel about that? (laughs) It's so sad, honestly. Like it's kind of a reality hit. Like not that they're co-pres, but like for us just watching like Mm -hmm. if like it really does feel like last week we were advertising, making posters i made some buttons like our campaign like it just felt like that was so soon like that just happened and now all of a sudden we're watching the grade 11s do all their speeches and running for copres running for different um heads of different things and such (laughs) um it's just kind of sad Man, and I'm just, I'm realizing now that I just have so many regrets, too, yeah. and, like, things that I wish I would have done, just considering how fast the year went. Yeah. And there was, like, this one moment when we were talking about planning a pep rally, and they were like, yeah, you guys can do, like, passing the torch, and I just wanted to start crying. Yeah. Because I was like, oh. I don't want to leave yet. Feels like it's been our lives for so long, but it's just, it's yeah. over so fast, and it's all teared away from us in one tiny Band-Aid rip. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, kind of touching on that, like, do you guys have maybe a favorite memory from the last four years? Like the last four years, or yeah, I mean, just well, high school. If you really want to yeah. do high school yeah. and elementary, sure. But <laughs> <laughs> anything, just favorite memory of your entire life, I guess. <laughs> um, my favorite day would probably have been our last performance for Greece. I can't remember the exact date, but I know that being part of the musical was a crazy experience. I know Malachi, you could probably have some stuff to say about that. Yeah, but um, it was a really fun experience. We got to work with so many people that like normally you wouldn't. Um, um, and it was just, it was so much fun. And I can't even listen to Grease music anymore. I get too sad. So it was really good, though. I won't lie. You know what? I have a funny story about that. Um, after a while, uh, I was in an interview for a job at a summer camp, and the director who was um, doing the interview didn't know I was in it. And then he actually asked me to sing one of the songs. No way. And I was forced <laughs> to sing uh, Summer Nights in front of two oh, no. people during an interview. <laughs> yeah. 
So did you get the job though? Oh, I did get the job. Okay, okay. that's good. Big dubs, you know. But <laughs> Worth it. Yeah, that last performance was very emotional though. Yeah, it was. Um, there was a lot of tears. I cried. Yeah, and you know what? That's okay. <laughs> it, was cra- it was crazy to watch. It yeah. was, you guys were really good in that. Oh, oh, you know what? I remember stuttering during the final performance <laughs> and getting tongue-tied and I hated myself. <laughs> yeah. It was rough. It was hard. I mean, D- you got to go to Pink Cadillac in the end, so. Yeah, true. Yeah, that was, was a fun experience. That was fun. Milkshakes were super good. Shout out Paulina. <laughs> In, in a non-joking way, I gotta say one of my favorite parts of this year was when a few of us dressed up as the Office characters for oh, Halloween. Yeah, that was fun. That was really fun when I got to be Dwight for a day. And I gotta yeah. be Prison Mike. No, this year's been just a really good year overall. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that we're not wearing masks. It, it went by really yeah. yeah. We finally have a normal year of school. And for it to be our senior year. That's, yeah. yeah. I'm very uh, happy with that. Grade 9 happening how it did whatever grade 10 that sucked grade 11 <laughs> it was okay grade 12 that's peak. pretty good honestly peak what is your best piece of advice for liam and kunj to be working oh, together next that's year? a good one i like that see top of the dome um I'm sorry <laughs> i think it's so important for co-presses to make sure they have almost like that bond um i know going into the whole co-press thing me and acacia weren't very close like we were barely friends at the end of grade 11 but going into the summer like we started to hang out more and now like she's like my other half and i'm so <laughs> thankful that we did this whole co-press thing together because like it really does take two to do the job and i think it's just it's very important to be close kind of with your um with your other president i completely agree with Makai, but also uh, they have to you just kind of have to have like a level of control and you have to be able to like make sure you can be stern with people mm-hmm. and still try to be like I don't know because it's really hard to be hard on like the SRC when we need to be doing things but you really want to be like their friend too just yeah. kind of gotta yeah. learn to be direct yeah learn so to put important. your foot down mm-hmm. at times well <laughs> Makaria, Keisha thank you for your time and thank you for the wonderful interview I am joined here with Remy White, a grade 12 student here at Marion Graham. Remy, would you like to tell us a bit about, you know, what kind of clubs and stuff you participate in at the school? Yeah, so I I take part in the uh, senior band program, the choir program, and uh, the jazz band program. The band program, all of the classes are at 7.30 in the morning, and the band is at... On the Mondays and the Wednesdays, the choir is on the Tuesdays and the Thursdays, and the jazz band is on the Fridays. Right. So, you know, out of those three clubs, uh, do you have a favorite, maybe? 100%. Jazz band is definitely my favorite. It's a kind of a looser form uh, band class, and you get to improvise, and I've just always been a big fan of jazz, so... Yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, speaking of jazz, do you have any plans for next year, maybe? Mm, I, well, I'm, I'm planning on taking a gap year next year, but uh, if I do decide to go to school for music, which I am thinking about doing, I'll probably end up studying jazz, just because I feel like the harmonies and the way that jazz is taught as opposed to like studying classical is a lot more practical for composition and stuff like that. So over the last four or so years of high school, which it's pretty crazy to think that we're going to be graduating in, well, by the time this episode comes out, about a week and a half. Jeez. Yeah. Um, do you have, like, a favorite memory from the past four years? Well, I will say um, we we did go to Cuba, and that, that was a pretty, pretty crazy experience, especially for the music, um, just seeing the the musicians there you know like they they spend like every morning uh doing music 
and like by the idea behind their schooling is by the time that they're 18 like they're professionals in what they're doing right and so if you're really passionate about music that's what you follow through with and we we got the opportunity to go and see some of the students like in their last years of the right. jazz school and it was just some of the most impressive jazz music I think I've ever seen and the director was fantastic soprano sax player like just blew me away yeah I've, I've heard a few stories from a few people on that trip that uh, quite a lot of interesting things happened um, but uh, yeah anyways for you know students that might be coming to Marion Graham next year or people returning next year is there any advice you might give to a grade nine or maybe even someone going into their senior year well, I, I would just say, you know, um, stick with your passion and take the opportunities that high school can give you because, you know, it like it's a one time opportunity and it's, you know, relatively cheap. The government's paying for it. So like you might as well use as much of that resource as possible and instead of just like kind of sitting idly by and doing the minimum, you know, I think that's really good advice. Honestly, um, we're pretty happy to have you on Remy. Thank you for coming on. So, Malachi, what would you say is, you know, maybe your favorite memory from the last four years of high school? Oh, man. Um, geez, man, that's a, that's a question. It's a tough one. Yeah. Four years is a long time. A lot happened in, in that time. Yeah. You know what? I think it would be um, when school shut down in grade nine. I think it was March. It would have been mid. I think it was March 13th was the exact yeah, day. Yeah, I'm pretty yeah. sure. Uh, I think that was that was one of my favorite memories of school because well of like the four years of schooling I guess yeah it's just that summer was just fun because mm-hmm. having a summer start in March but it, it was oh a weird God. summer honestly it was like because everything was like closed down but you could go out and do almost anything as long as yeah. it wasn't a store I know you mentioned them earlier, me and Tanner. We we went for quite a few bike rides during the summer. And it's like yeah. there wasn't many cars out. There was like the air was never better. You know what? Another reason why it was one of my favorite memories was there was this one assignment that I had that I just absolutely hated and just could not write up. It was some scientific essay. And dude, it was rough. Like I think I had two or three weeks to do it. And it was on the I was on the second week with nothing written. Because I, I picked some topic that I had no clue about. Yeah. And whenever I searched it up, it's like, I can't understand any of this. Like, I feel like I need to go to university to understand this a bit. And, oh, man, when I got the news that school was closing, I was was like asking Mr. Arms, do we need to do anything um, online because of school or what's happening with our grades and everything? What's happening with our schoolwork? He just said, no, um, your grade stays as it is. Uh, if you want to improve it, you can do online work, but all and all your current assignments are nothing. Right. And I'm like, okay, the one assignment I've been fearing this whole year, I don't have to do now. Awesome. Yeah, and like, I don't have to go to school for two weeks. Well, yeah, that, that was the thought <laughs> then, right? It's like, man, two weeks, I'm going to pour all my Let's time go. into Rocket League. I remember, oh man, that's such like a, that might be like the core memory for me of that oh, happening. Cause man. I remember I was in science, Mr. Street. It was only like a month into the new semester and we were, we were talking yeah. about something. And then oh. an hour later, the announcement comes over the intercom and it's like, it's almost kind of burnt into my memory because of how like how much that changed things and i remember everyone standing in the cafeteria or the commons um well you know miss peterson was kind of talking about it It it's kind of crazy i i won't name drop them but there was someone sitting next to me and he heard about it 
and he was like oh let's go dude i'm gonna spend like the next two weeks at like lawson mall and i was like <laughs> that's what you wanted to do like i'm malachi gunther and today we are interviewing carter Broussard. oh yeah and he's with the volleyball team the chess club and also the D&D club, if I'm not mistaken, right, Carter? Yeah, that's right. Thanks for having me today. Oh, of course, man. It's just a pleasure. So, okay, let's see. First questions up is for the volleyball aspect of your time here at Crown. So, how long were you involved in volleyball? Um, because of the COVID year, unfortunately, I wasn't able to participate in my grade uh, 10 year. But I was able to be on the senior volleyball team in my grade 9 year and grade 11 and 12, where I captained the team for those two years. Um, we headed to, or our team leader, teams were able to make the provincials for 4A in both grade my grade 9 year and grade 12 year. And with the team that we have right now, I'm hoping that we can do it again next year. Dude, that is really good to hear. And the team's looking good for next year, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. You, you had a lot of good grade 11s uh, and some that were even just learning the game outright, but they got a lot better throughout the season from what I saw at least. Yeah, um, we had a bit of a rocky start, but we were able to come together, work as a team. Our team was mostly made up of grade 10 students, so I'm really excited for the future. But we came back together, ended up making it to the city finals for our division, and unfortunately lost to Evan Hardy. But it was a great season overall from us. Well, that is great to hear. And with knowing that it's grade 10s that we're leading, or the main population of the team, that means the team has a bright two years ahead of it, at least. And that is always great to hear. Yeah. Um, well, do you have any highlights from the volleyball season this year? Um, this season? Uh, is was definitely... Uh beating Fian at their own gym, uh, three sets to none in the semifinals to get us to the finals. Um, it was a great game all around, some good memories, good plays from both teams. We always loved playing against Fian. They're a bunch of great guys. And yeah, um, the final play to end it, we were all ecstatic, all jumping around. We had lost to Fian earlier in the season, so it felt good to get revenge on them. Dude, that is always one of the best feelings in sports. To get revenge on a team that beat you previously in the same season and in their home gym. I, I don't remember if I've ever felt that, but I've known people that have felt it. And oh my. It's just, even when you're in the stands or hear about it, you're like, damn, that's good. Yeah. So, man, that's just amazing. What are you going to miss most about playing volleyball here at Graham? Um, definitely the people. It was always really fun to come in and play in front of all of our fans, um, even though that we didn't have many since it's not as advertised as like football. But the dedicated people who always did show up were absolutely amazing. The environment was amazing. All the guys on the team were always appreciative of their, our fans. It's just like a community in the team. We're all one family. We all grew, uh, grew together. We all fell together. Okay, now we are going to move on to chess. Ooh, chess. I know you love chess. I've seen you play it multiple times, not even in the library. You have it on your phone and everything, pull it out in class. You're a chess guy. Yeah. Trying to be like Magnus Carlsen. Is that the right name? Um, I really hope that's the right name. Magnus Carlsen was the former uh, world champion, but it was okay. the spot was just taken by uh, Dingley Wren. Dingley Wren. I haven't heard of that one. That's shocking. Yeah, it's uh, recent. Magnus didn't participate in the World Championships, so Dingley Ren was able to take it away from him. Really? Yeah. Crazy. Current events with global uh, chess elites. Yeah. Dang. Um, 
well, I guess my first opening question is, well, what kind of commitment is Chess Club? Is it something you have to show up for every week? And how often does it run? Um, well, it's not something you need to show up for every single week. Like I'm in a, the SPED class here for senior phys ed physical education and we are all often out of the gym i was a regular in the uh first semester where i was always here every week which is how often it runs on wednesdays and but now i'm just trying to show up as much as i can banting's all good with it and yeah it kind of sucks when i can't be there especially now since they're running a tournament that i can't participate in but yeah it's you don't have to be there every week it's just a nice little thing to go hang out with people and play some chess well that's always a good feeling uh, what is the peak the pinnacle memory um, of chess club this year it was definitely in the first semester when we were hosting some online tournaments and i ended up winning the first two of them oh dang as much as banting says i didn't <laughs> of but course in my heart i know i won both of them and yeah that was definitely the peak of it was Somehow mating Riel Prangi with a king and a rook, just with about one, like under a minute left on the clock. Dang. Okay, so follow-up question because of Banting. Why does Banting think you didn't win? Um, he thinks I didn't win because apparently I'd played a couple more games than he did, and he was only one point down on me. But the tournament ended beforehand, and he was losing the game he was in. So, yeah, that's really why he likes to say that he won because he played less games and scored more points in the games. Oh, so basically he's saying, oh, I had a better points to game ratio than you, yeah. so I win. Except, was it the type of tournament where you could play as many games as possible? Yeah. Okay, yeah, he lost. That's just, it's an unavoidable truth. Why should students actually join chess club? Not just grade nines, but grade 10s 11s and 12s for next year well it's really a personal preference like i like in a lot of sort of puzzle like things so i was like i need to do something else that'll help me be focused on something learn something new so i was it got into the field of chess and i really loved it it's a very strategic game and it's really just a community there everybody knows everyone everyone's happy to play everyone if you show up you show up people are happy to see you and you're always able to get a game. Yeah. So what I'm getting from that is that it's an open community where everyone's just having a good time, some laughs. Yeah, absolutely. And it's just very open and anyone is welcome. Yeah, of course. Everyone's welcome. Um, no matter the skill level, you could be brand new to chess and come and play. And you know what? I should have asked this earlier, but when... Does Chess Club actually run? Is it Wednesdays at lunch? Yeah, it runs every week Wednesdays at lunch. Um, you can also talk to Banting about it. And there's always chess boards in the library where you can play at any point you want. Okay, awesome. Well, I think we only have one more thing to cover now, yeah. which is D&D, &D, Dungeons and Dragons. Why should people join the Dungeons and Dragons Club? Well, when I first started playing in grade <laughs> nine, I actually um, was also asking myself that same question. I was kind of skeptical about joining. And when I did, I realized, like I originally thought it was a game for like just the quote nerds from movies, but I played and realized it's so much more than that. It's just a game where you can go and escape what's here. You can do almost anything you want within reason. And it really just gives you a nice excuse to hang out with some good people. Yeah, because what I understand about it is that it's a role-playing game, right? Yeah. Uh, you get to fully customize your character. 
their role and then personality and everything. You get to, in a sense, become a different person completely while you're in this game. Yeah, absolutely. It's um, a fully customizable thing. You can make your character into whatever you want and make them basically um, have the personality you want. So then you can adapt into them and make it a lot more interesting for everyone. It's very easy to pick up. All you need is just your imagination and some dice. Well, that actually sounds pretty interesting. And, well, the question for anyone who wants to join, when is the D&D Club actually running? Uh, it usually runs every Friday after school, but I'm not sure what the future will hold since, unfortunately, Mr. Bidet is going to another school. Hopefully, it will still be running next year. But right now, it runs about every Friday after school, where almost every campaign is just about wrapping up. Okay. And are campaigns like a year-long thing or semester, month? Um, campaigns can usually run anywhere between um, six months to as long as you'd want. Um, you can play campaigns in school, out of school. They can go on for years if you, you put enough dedication into it. But yeah, um, it just depends on who your dungeon master is and how long they want to run it. Okay. Well, is there anything I'm missing for the D&D club? If anybody's wanting to join, just know it's a safe place. Um, we're welcoming of everyone, no matter what. Um, as long as you're willing to play and have some fun with some new people, uh, you're welcome to come down and play some D&D, roll some dice, and just have a couple of really, really good laughs. Okay, well, I think that's all for today. So thank you so much, Carter, for your time and for all your answers to these questions. Hello, I'm Malachi Gunther, and today we are interviewing Austin Hobbs, who is with the dance team or club, depending on what you want to say. And uh, today I have a few questions for you, Austin. We're going to start with some fond memories of dance. Uh, what was your best memory from the dance team that you've been in for four years? Two. Two years, my bad. That's all right. Um, my favorite memory would actually be from this year. It um, was after our last competition, which was held at, uh, I think, Tommy Douglas. No, sorry, it was Walter Murray. It was held at Walter Murray, and the feeling that I got after I went off the mat, because it was my last one. But, I don't know, it was really, it was really good, because it was my favorite memory. Yeah, just that last like event the last, thing. Yeah, like yeah, the yeah. last feeling. No, I had a similar feeling this last week with the last band concert, so... Oh. Yeah. yeah it's it's a good it's a bittersweet feeling it really is but it's one of those that it it doesn't matter how the event goes it's just you don't forget it yeah and i will never forget i'm that assuming that it went really well well all of the members like all of us on the team we felt good but there were other teams that beat us which well that's how it goes sometimes but you guys put in your all and did good work eh yeah okay and now we're gonna move on to one of the most important questions why should people be interested in joining dance? Why should they join? Grade 9s, grade 10s, grade 11s, or even grade 12s? They should join because it's a lot of fun. Like, I had so much fun. Um, the dance practices are a little bit, they're a little bit, sometimes they're a little boring because you're running patterns when somebody's sick or 
Yeah, it's, sometimes it's tedious work, but it's a lot of fun when you get out and you start performing. Like, you're nervous, but once you're done performing, it's like, oh, I just did that. And it's, it's really fun. Okay. And then what type of commitment is dance? Is there lunch practice, after school, and then how many hours a week are you typically looking at? Well, there is lunch practices, but those are just running, like, just quick runs. They're not, like, after school practices. Um it depends on like what you do because we have both hip hop and palm and sometimes hip hop would only run for one hour but hip hop or palm would run for like two and so usually like after school there would be like two hour practices Mondays and Wednesdays that was what it was like this year but we also had practices over the holidays which were like three four hours for both teams but I was only on the hip hop team so I didn't really have that many hours to put in so but there's, so two hours Monday, two hours Wednesday, that'd be four hours, plus 20 minutes for lunch practices every day. So roughly five-ish hours per week, including lunch practices, right? Because mm-hmm. is it practice every day at lunch? Or is it 20 minutes Monday, say, and then 20 minutes Thursday? Yeah, like just random days. 20 minutes, no, 20 minutes every day at lunch. Every like day? you wouldn't stay the whole lunch there. It'd be like okay. 20 minutes. So about five hours a week? I'd say so. Okay. Is there anything actually that you would like to add about dance or that you would like to mention to people coming in? Our coaches are really nice. I yeah? love Rob so much. Oh, Rob's a gem. She really is. Like, like she makes the dance, like being on the dance team so much more fun. Like, shout out to Robertson. I love her. She made yeah. the dance team so much more fun. No, she's just an absolute gem. Mm-hmm. And... I want to see if you agree with me on this. A great way to get introduced to the dance is also doing the drama program. Yeah, it is. I think because just from my limited experience, uh, Robertson had us do a lot of choreography and dancing. And I found out for me personally that it wasn't my thing through that class. Mm -hmm. But I know a lot of other people actually really enjoyed it and went on to do more dancing because of it. Yeah, the being in her like her drama club, like it really like exposes you to a lot of like stuff that she does like she does dance she does acting she does the singing as well or no that's more flynn yeah that's more flynn but you get introduced to dance and if you find if you like it i would say do the dance team yeah okay well thank you so much austin for this interview Man, when it comes to favorite memories, I took French nine first oh. semester of high school. I didn't know, like, I had like a grade four understanding of it. Like, I got bonjour yeah. and that's it. Bonjour, um, je m'appelle. And honestly, I can say to anyone listening to this that might be going to Marion Graham next year, or you know, maybe it is next year and you're listening to this, take French nine. It is, it is such a good class, and it's like you learn valuable skill. You get to learn French, which is by being bilingual is huge. And that class was so fun, honestly. Like you, you know, Caden, right? Caden Lumbus. Uh, Wait, Caden. Caden Lumbus. Yeah, I know Caden yeah, Lumbus. Yeah. We we were in that class together. It was me, him, Charles, and Sam Young. And Aww. man, that class was so fun. Like, dude, that would have been a good group for that I'm, class too. I'm forever sorry to miss Hupe for how much uh, trouble we caused. It was Hupe leading it that was, class. It was Hupe. Oh. Yeah, yeah, it was such a fun Jeez. class. So great, awesome. I've got so many memories from that. But yeah, COVID is definitely the biggest one for sure dude nothing's hit quite the same as that summer it's like the rest of it was just it's good memories sure but nothing's hit quite like that 
one. Yeah. Honestly, I'm glad that I was like, you know, I, I at least got to experience a bit of high school before COVID happened. And it's like, if you think about it, like this is our first normal year. And yeah. It's our last year of high yeah. school, which is and ridiculous. That, it's terrifying, dude. It feels like that day that everything got shut down was like maybe a year ago. It was three years ago. Yeah. It's crazy. Dude, yeah. Our high school career is almost over. It's going to be over in a month from yeah when we're recording this. Yeah. So. It's pretty crazy to think about honestly uh, do you remember the whole like uh day on day off thing oh, i hate it it was wait you i'm know so what? glad we're not doing you that. know what i had math with banting when yeah, that was happening me too i was a i was always a day one kid right because right. malachi gunther i'm in the first half of the alphabet with both of my names yeah so i was a day one kid and then at some point somebody asked me some teacher or some some person yeah asked me hey can you move to day two? You know what? Oh. Never mind. I'm not asking you. I'm telling you. Move to day two. That's a culture shock. <laughs> yeah, Honestly. dude. Such a different crowd. Yeah. And let me tell you this, because you were a day two kid. Right? I, I was day two for sure. Yeah. yeah. So you were you in that math class with Benton? I, I definitely was. Yeah, yeah. So we had that class together. Let me tell you, the amount of shock I went through, like it was a good shock though. Yeah. Because you go through from day one with majority of the population of the school. Mm-hmm. And all pretty much all the loud kids, and then you go to day two where it's just you got the vibey kids. It's, it's chill. It's like wow, we got like half the people, and it's the chill people. What's some advice you have? Maybe it's for a grade nine next year. Maybe it's for grade eleven going into their senior year. I'd say be open to trying new things. Definitely, but also learn what you're trying. Yeah, like don't if someone hands you something random and tells you to do it, maybe learn what it is before you do yeah. it. But um, as far as high school goes and classes, I'd say if you're interested in something, even the slightest bit, and you can fit it in your schedule, you should try it. Yeah, absolutely. I think if there's any extracurriculars, any clubs, any classes, you might have thought, well, you know, none of my friends are taking it, but you have an interest in it, do it. You will meet people and you can make friends and you can enjoy your hobby. It's awesome. Yeah. Um, you know what? A big one that I think more people should try is definitely uh, choir. Yeah. Because, well, sure, you have to get up early and go to a 7.30 class. That's the main turnoff about it. Yeah. It's the main thing. But singing, very enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Like, I know so many people that just love to sing in, like, shower, in their car, whatever. Yeah. But they will not sing in a choir setting because of that 7.30 time. Yeah. And it sucks to see because it's a free credit as long as you have a decent voice. Yeah. And I know few people that i will not name drop oh no that aren't don't even have the best voice that still sound can sound good in a choir and it's a choir you can blend in exactly your voice will not stand out well well it'll stand out but you, you know <laughs> what i mean yeah it's, yeah, yeah it's a hive mind you know sort of yeah you know um, what i mean it's and thing is if you don't like it it's not one of those classes where you have to be super dedicated yeah and if you drop it you're failing society or yeah. failing your life goals no you're not you you can join it grades 9 to 12 yeah anyone can join it yeah I don't know what the new teacher is going to be like, but she sounds like she's going to be awesome. And I hope a lot of people are going to be interested in the next few years about choir because I had a blast. Yeah, I I didn't do choir. And honestly, like it seemed pretty interesting to me. I I almost joined. I, you know, you said kind of the main turnoff for people is the the early morning stuff. But honestly, I don't even mind that. I, I suck at getting up in the morning, but like something around being around a lot of people that are also kind of upset that they had to wake up early in the morning. It's, yeah. There's something about it. Oh man, dude. Just like 
waking up, getting there around 7.30 and then seeing like everybody being tired. Yeah. It's like, oh man, I can, I'm I not can, the only yeah. one. I can, I can speak on hockey tournaments for sure because you'll have a tournament in who knows where, some random small town you've never heard of and you're there at 6.30 and it's like everyone's sitting there in the room not saying a word because they don't have enough energy to just eating breakfast sandwiches and it's, <laughs> yeah. it's the life, honestly. It's like McDonald's breakfast sandwiches. Yeah, too. and yep. it's it's you know that thing was made at five thirty, and you you got it at six. It's been sitting there for a while, but it it tastes amazing. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, honestly, if, something about McDonald's that just hits different. <laughs> it's early morning McDonald's before all your classes. Don't don't do it every day. If you no. spend all of your money on food, you will regret it. And I can I can live to tell that tale. I can as well. It's it's a um, dangerous cycle. It is especially oh dude. One of the biggest things about after choir band that early yeah is i have a, a small group of friends that will go to tim hortons every morning oh no so and uh one of the guys he just buys a coffee every morning right so it's a buck 92 yeah um but me what do i do i either get something or i don't and usually when i get something it's like a sandwich or a wrap like, yeah tim's is not cheap no you definitely had some good advice there as well and the, the whole thing about like if you don't know what you're getting into like that's just good life advice like yeah. i think everyone should you know you know your limits and oh you know what i thought yeah. of one more thing I thought of one more thing okay if you do know what you want to go in like a uh, career field mm -hmm. or study or whatever um make sure to talk with some of the counselors mm -hmm. to know what classes you should all be taking yeah because there's so many fields that uh need physics need chemistry or need biology yeah and if you don't take certain prerequisites to get to them you're not you're not getting them and then you can't get in the programs and then you got to come back yeah counselors are super helpful if you ever oh, have so any helpful, any need you need any information about your classes ask them they yeah. know everything and if you ever need to drop a class they are super helpful as well yeah they'll always hear you out yeah um, and they'll ask you why you're dropping it, what you're planning to do, and if you actually need that class. Yeah. And they'll try guiding you in the right way. Yeah. And all they want to do is help you graduate. Yeah. In the end. And they've been awesome to me throughout yeah. all of high school. Sure. I well, mean, if I have any advice, oh, this yeah. wouldn't be for for newer students. This would more be for the people going into their senior year next year. Um, senioritis is real. It's, yeah. It's big. Um, and to explain for those that might not know, when you are in your grade twelve year, it becomes increasingly difficult to stay on top of things because for one a lot of people have part-time jobs they have less time outside of school and school almost becomes i know for some people it can become kind of an afterthought and they might think oh you know like i've already got most of my credits like i can just kind of coast into this year but it's like um you got to stay on top of things especially if you want to do post-secondary or even you know trades or anything you you, you got to push through the senior year is honestly your toughest and it's not even about the assignments yeah i definitely agree with you on that that it's not even like you said it's not tough because the assignments the assignments are pretty much whatever mostly yeah here. it's definitely just the mentality going into it it's fully that and especially coming into late may and early june yeah just the urge to skip everything man yeah you're just thinking like, oh i'm so close like, graduations in a yeah. month like do i have to be here do i really need to be in this class yeah. today can i just go to like shopping or like <laughs> something else i don't know <laughs> i gotta work like dude, <laughs> I can i just here. book like a 40-hour work week real quick make some yeah money? no I, I i totally understand people do that no. I, I can't crazy. do it, but no, you know, I, I don't think it's been a problem for me so far, but it might no. be. I, it definitely has for me. I won't lie. Thank you to everyone for listening to our segment. Au revoir. Bye bye.
Thank you, Alex and Malachi. It is great to hear from so many seniors about what their years at MMGCI meant to them. We have such a diverse school, and I hope you enjoyed hearing from all our guests. The Falcons Nest Podcast wishes all graduating students the best of luck in the future as they step out into the wider world. Well, listener, we're almost at the end of our first year of episodes. When I started the podcast club, I set the lofty goal of reaching 250 different listeners by the end of the year. At the time of recording, we reached 404 listeners in seven different countries. The outpouring of support for this project has been nothing short of astonishing. I knew that I could have never imagined that the podcast would have as large of an impact as it has, and I know our entire production team feels the exact same way. The way students, staff, and the wider community of MMGCI have engaged with our podcast and our social media really shows how great this school is. I would like to thank Miss Boots and Miss Lawson for their leadership as podcast club supervisors, as well as Miss Peterson and the school administration. Without their support, the podcast would not be possible. I would also like to thank our production teams. Our editors, Marius Grayeyes, Blues Bolas, and Brennan Glenister put many hours into making the final episodes like the one you're listening to right now. Our publicity team, Ansel Grigo, Terry Lynn Liu, Harley Follick, Blues Bolas, and Sam Kabatov have been essential for growing this podcast, organizing prizes, and running our extremely successful TikTok and Instagram accounts. Our hosts throughout the year, Alex Shaw, Malachi Gunther, Harley Follick, Sam Kabatov, and Parthi Shaw have also put a ton of work into writing and recording the episodes. Finally, I want to thank you, listener, for putting your time in to listen and connect with your peers, school, and community. Rest assured, the Falcons podcast will return next year, and it will be bigger and better than ever. If you have any ideas or feedback on the podcast for next year, shoot us an email at falconnestpodcast at gmail.com or DM our Instagram at mmgcifalconsnest. In the meantime, fly high, Falcons, and see you next time. Hey, Liam, add this in post. Wait, I didn't make it loud enough. Yeah, Sorry, that was my bad. I cut the recording short. You just talked short. over it. <laughs> I cut the recording short. Add this Hi. in post. Okay, Which one let, is it? Okay, let me let me cook real quick. Okay, I'll Liam, let you cook. add this in post, please. Mouse screwed it up. We didn't communicate. Thank you.